Hey everyone, it's Posty Posterson, Posty Posterson, and I'm back with another Super Deluxe Special Edition episode of the Sleep With Me podcast. These shows are sort of bonus material that Scoots and I put together once in a while, um, just for you patrons. It's kind of a fun way to say thanks for your support of the show. Um, if they don't work for you, that's totally okay. You can find more normal episodes in your feed. But if you're hearing this, regardless, thank you so much for your support. You keep the show going. And let's hop into another Super Lux. kid in the 90s um, I grew up really loving video games and I don't get as much time as I'd like to play them anymore but I was thinking about them the other day thinking about how crazy it is that they've come so far in the last in my lifetime essentially and wondering what they'll look like when my daughter who's one is old enough to play them so anyway I was thinking about all that and scrolling through old Sleep With Me podcast episodes um, to find one to turn into a super deluxe. And I found an old, old one where Scoots talks about some video game characters. Um, I think this one came out a few years ago. So I put that on, and I was thinking about the last time I got really kind of engrossed in a game world. Lost track of time. Um, I don't know if I should say the name of the game, but it's a game where you build stuff. Uh, everything's kind of square. And I remember playing that game and building myself a house at night in the game. And the sun came up in the morning and some beautiful piano music came on and I remember just kind of snapping out of it and being like, whoa, I really for a second thought I was in that world. Um, and I found that really relaxing to think back about those times when you could just get lost and play for hours and how nice that was and how fun it could be. Uh, so anyways, I want to take us back there to a time when we had the time to just play, relax. I'm going to try to recreate that moment that I had with some nice piano music. Even if you're not a big gamer, just relax for a second. Imagine a time when you didn't have anything bringing you back to the real world. Escape into maybe a good book, good movie. Think about how nice and relaxing that can be. And hopefully, with any luck, you can get a much-deserved nap. That was a long intro, but I really do hope this can help you get some sleep. Thanks for supporting the podcast. And good night. So as we talked about in the opening, we're going to be covering uh, this Mario and Sonic crossover. And mostly just trying to figure out who are the characters in uh, that I don't recognize, especially the Sonic characters, but, some, you know, some Mario characters too. And not that I, I fall in line of either. Like, I guess did I ever own a... Uh, we, my family briefly had a Nintendo... 
Uh, we were coupled to it, but uh, never for long. We never had a, any Sega game. I had a Sega Dreamcast at one point, but I don't think any Mario games for that. And then this Christmas, my dad gave me a Sega Classic or whatever, which you can play a lot of the Sega games on. But right now, currently, my brother has uh, they, I loaned it out to my brother so he would have something to do, so he could play party games at a, a Christmas party he was going to. Now it's like March something. Uh, but the first time I encountered Sonic and Mario together were these Olympic games. Uh, and if you listen to podcasts for a long time, you know I quit video games for a while. Uh, console games, so even PC computer games because of my addictive personality. And a couple of years after the Wii had been out, I said, well, maybe a Wii would be like a good, like I could play it with like a... Uh, uh, like, uh, with my, like, I thought it'd be fun to play, and it would be less, uh, because the games, I thought the games would be less in, like, uh, they'd be less likely to suck me in, which was more or less true, and, uh, I thought it'd be fun, i said, hey, we could play Wii together, so one holiday, I went on a trip to Bend, and I think I had gotten the Wii, maybe I had bought it for myself or something, and because there's no, uh, so we're on a road trip to Bend, Oregon, and there's no sales tax in Oregon, and you don't pump your own gas. Uh, but I had picked up this game, maybe I even rented it, uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, and it was pretty cool, and it was kind of a fun party game, but it was very, very difficult. Uh, like, the controls and the Wii, it was just really hard, and I think you had to, like, get certain gold medals or something to even unlock all the sports, uh... So while it was cool conceptually, and it made interesting use of the Wii controllers, it was very difficult to, like, uh, get gold medals or to unlock all the games. Yeah, but it was also notable for all these characters where I said, who the heck is this, d- d- like, uh, a d- spindly-legged uh, steampunk character? Or who is Knuckles or Amy and uh, whoever? I mean, I know... Uh, you know, Mario, Luigi, Sonic, uh, uh, Yoshi, Yoshi and Peach, I know from Mario Kart, and, uh, Luigi, Wario, is Wario in Mario Kart? There was this game, anybody has a 420 listener, and I don't know if it's available on other consoles, but there was this Wario game called, uh, Wario Shake It, uh, and it was basically, it's a one-person game. I don't know why it wasn't a two-person game, but it's all these mini-games, and it's like a, it's a, it, it seems designed for, to be played at 420 for anybody that, I, I mean, I don't, I, I would still play those games. Uh, and, uh, but, but uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a blazer anymore, but it's a really fun mini-games. Uh, and I, I had bought it, I think, on eBay and then scratched it. And maybe I still have it. Or maybe I, like, bought it. I, I could have sworn I had a copy of it. But, uh, because they still have a Wii. They don't really use it. I think it's still hooked up and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, so the Sonic and Mario game. It was Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. It was the Summer Games. And and then at some point it came out the Olympic, uh, Winter Olympic Games, which I also bought. I don't think I played a lot of the Olympic Winter Game because uh, the Summer Games was so hard that I said, oh, man, if this is as hard as that, uh, forget it. Yeah, but let's see. Mario and Sonic, this is from Wikipedia, which we'll be quoting and uh, paraphrasing from extensively tonight. Uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, a crossover sports and party game from Sega R&D, published by Nintendo in Japan and Sega and other regions and released on the Wii in November 2007 and the Nintendo DS in 2008. Uh, it was the first official video game in the 2008 Summer Olympics uh, in Beijing, which also was like uh, the new culmination of opening ceremonies, those Beijing Olympic openings uh, with the scroll and everything were unbelievable. And it was the first official crossover game to feature characters from Mario and Sonic, uh, the Hedgehog series. It's a collection of 24 events based on the Olympic Games. You can be a Nintendo or Sega character. 
and uh, both games just also ensure, encourage sportsmanship and get young people interested in the Olympics. Uh, and uh, this refers to uh, Mario and Sonic as mascots, which I guess they were corporate mascots, but they're more characters to those of us that played the games. Uh, it was criticized for, for the complexity of the gameplay with the controllers. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, uh, yeah, use it to play the games. Uh, brings together two title characters and 14 more from both franchises. Uh, uh, to participate in environment venues of the 2008 uh, Summer Olympics in Beijing. The environments are stylized to fit the futuristic and cartoon art, like art styles of the Sonic and Mario franchises. Uh, there's four character, four categories, all around speed, power, and skill. And there's, uh, uh, you can use your Miis. There's even uh, non-play NPC characters who serve as referees. Uh, there's different modes. Uh, a bunch of different events, but the development uh, after Sega transitioned from third-party development in 2001, Nintendo and Sega had a closer working relationship with F Hero, F Zero GX, uh, their first collaboration. Uh, the idea between uh, Sonic and Mario crossover had been brought up before, and uh, despite the discussions, it never kicked in. But then when Sega was awarded the 2008 game rights, rights to the Olympics, uh, they said, oh, let's get young people interested between characters. So then they reached out to Nintendo uh, to match up all the mascots or characters uh, and work together. It do sportsmanship between corporations and Olympians. Uh, uh, provided an ideal setting for once rival mascots. It was announced at E3 in 2007, uh, developed by uh, R&D department at Sega, uh, and uh, let's see what else. Uh, sales, it was a big success, especially in the UK. Uh, yeah, also in December of 2007, it was still sold a lot in the US. Uh, and uh, it was a game of fitting the brand awareness's role in determining Wii sales. Uh, and uh, the combination of all three of the Olympics, Mario and Sonic, seems to have pushed to that. Uh, it won the best Wii game of 2007 at one convention. It was also widely criticized by critics because it was frustrating to play. And as you waving your, you know, it's just really difficult to play. Uh, let's see. Uh, then they in the DS it was very similar, but uh, not as difficult. But it had trade-offs. Uh, and uh, let's see, Sonic and Mario at the Olympics games it was a mobile phone game in 2008. It says uh, uh, also, as I said, Mario and Sonic the Olympic Winter Games from the 2010 Games in Vancouver was released. Vancouver. And uh, then uh, 2012 London game was released. I think there was one more that got put out as well. Uh, so that's a little bit about the game. And yeah, I like to be playing it. But let's get into Sonic the Hedgehog characters. Okay, so Sonic franchise began in 91 uh, with Sonic the Hedgehog, a blue anthropomorphic hedgehog against a rotund uh, rotund male human villain named Dr. Eggman or Dr. Ivo Robotnik. Uh, and we'll read all about these characters from this Wikipedia article. Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Blue Hedgehog, main protagonist, uh, it developed as a replacement for the Alex Kidd mascot of uh, Sega before that. Also response to Mario. Uh, first appearance was in the arcade game Red Rad Mobile, as a cameo, and then was debuted in Sonic the Hedgehog in 1991. Now, I'll disagree with this. It says Sonic's greatest ability is a running speed and is known as the world's fastest hedgehog. Uh, but I think it's the ability for Sonic to roll into a ball myself, and, you know, uh, so I guess I, I, right away I say, well, Sonic's fast, but if Sonic can roll, spin, or whatever, but, I mean, again, I haven't played the game in a while. Uh, Sonic can also use the power of the Chaos Emeralds to become supersonic and get even faster. 
Dr. Ivo Robotnik, or Evo, I don't know, also known as Dr. Eggman. He's the main antagonist. Uh, it debuted in Sonic the Hedgehog, trying to, to collect all the Chaos Emeralds, uh, which would turn all of the animals. He's known as a mad scientist, but he might be a mad industrialist because he was trying to turn all the animals into robots. Also, maybe a politician we're familiar with because he's also a self proclaimed genius uh, with IQ of 300. Yeah. Yeah, Sifanis Vermekis is a renowned authority on robotics. Uh, ultimate goal is to conquer the world and create the ultimate utopia, Eggmanland or Eggmanland. I think Eggmanton. Is that near Edmonton? No, no, no. It's Eggmanland. Uh, used to be known as New York State. Uh, it was taken over by Ivo Robotnik. Uh, Chaos Emeralds, did you read anything about it? Now it's Eggmanland. And we have a great theme park known as Eggmanland uh, within it. Also, once, uh, one part of the state we now call the Eggman Empire. And another downstate we call, it used to be known as Long Island, now it's Robotnik Land. Uh, yeah, but Dr. Eggman runs our state now. Uh, it was good to know you. Uh, Sega, you know, Dr. Robotnik uh, or Eggman, you know, came out of when they were trying to replace Alex Kidd. Uh, as they were developing new uh, characters. They used a character, 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 character. I can't say that, uh, but you know what I mean. A funny picture of President Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, it was among the designs, but they lost out to Sonic. Uh, but they used that as inspiration for Dr. Eggman. Uh, how about Tails? Tails has a full name, Miles Tails Prower. And my, I have a cousin named Miles. Now, Miles is the older brother. Kevin listens to this podcast. Kevin actually is a genius. He's my, uh, he's my cousin that is a genius, or he has a genius IQ. I would call him a genius, so he's also nice. Uh, not like Dr. No offense, Dr. Eggman. And uh, so that's my cousin Miles, one of my favorite cousins. Also, Matt and Pat. Miles, Matt, and Pat. Uh, uh, some great cousins. Uh, also, any of my other cousins that are listening, you're great too. Sarah, JD, Abby. Uh, trying to think what other cousins listen to this podcast. Oh, of course, you cousin that I who waited. Uh, Joe. Uh, trying to think any other cousins that should give me shout outs. Uh, but what's up, uh, uh, cousin Power? But Miles Tails Tails Prower. Uh, nobody nicknamed Tails is two-tailed fox. Uh, so fox with two tails, not one but two. Uh, Sonic's best friend and sidekick. His name's a pun on miles per hour. Miles per hour. Uh, uses two tails to propel himself into the air like a helicopter. Uh, uh, designed by uh, Yasushi Yamaguchi, uh, the main artist uh, and designer for Sega's Sonic team. Uh, wanted a, com- a competition. Uh, oh, there was a competition to find a sidekick for Sonic. Uh, Robotnik uh, was messing around with Tails uh, and has appeared in almost every Sonic game and also two spin-off games, Tails' Sky Patrol and Tails' Adventures. Uh, they missed out on a chance because uh, Tails is known for a high IQ and great mechanical ability. Uh, he should have been on Tailspin, uh, you know, like uh, Tails could have hung out with Launchpad or whatever. Or DuckTales, but I think a tail spin would be better for Tails per hour, miles, because uh, he's a helicopter. So that could be a crossover one day. Uh, how about Amy Rose? Uh, I'm talking about Amy Rose, uh, the pink, pink hedgehog who believes herself to be Sonic's girlfriend. Uh, she first appeared in Sonic CD. Uh, Metal Sonic kind of uh, ruined her day has been alluded to as Princess Sally uh, in Western game manuals to tie in with the cartoon. Uh, but she became, better became known as just Amy. Uh, how about Amy, uh, like uh, Yankee Rose or Amy um, Thorny Rose? Uh, let's give her a nickname already. 
Uh, or maybe she doesn't need one. Uh, she doesn't even need an introduction, but her first uh, playable appearance was in Sonic Drift. Uh, not possessing the speed or strength of other characters. Uh, hello, patriarchy. Uh, Amy uses a Pico Pico hammer as her weapon. Uh, so, uh, nice job on that one. Uh, how about Metal Sonic, who is a uh, robotic version of Sonic created by Dr. Robotnik, uh, appears in Sonic the Hedgehog CD, is given orders to go back in time and change the past so that Dr. Robotnik can uh, rule the future. What about uh, uh, Dr. Robot? Like, uh, uh, what is that, Dr. Roboto? Or something. Isn't there a song like, uh, well, I guess they shouldn't be bringing that up. Uh, uh, thank you very much. Uh, I don't know. But Sonic races against uh, Metal Sonic at the start of speed, uh, Speedway to free Amy Rhodes. Uh, and Metal Sonic pops uh, the spare tire. And, but has to be, like, is later rejuvenated by Robotnik, a.k.a. Dr. Eggman. Uh, for Sonic the Hedgehog 4, Episode 2. How about you just call it Sonic 5? Or uh, uh, then lost again to Sonic, returns in Knuckles' Chaotix, uh, where uh, Metal Sonic tries to get the Chaos. Metal Sonic got a big write-up here. Uh, the Chaos Rings, also stopped by Chaotix, uh, was the main antagonist in Sonic Heroes, uh, and uh, then was known as Neo Metal Sonic, and then transformed into the final boss, Metal Overlord. Uh, it was uh, defeated again by Supersonic, uh, uh, Tails and Knuckles, then reverts to its original de- appearance. Uh, it was also in Sonic the Hedgehog OVA, uh, where Eggman records Sonic abilities, then uploads them to Metal Sonic, uh, you know, try to get rid of the world. And Dr. Eggman ends up visiting a volcano, or maybe uh, Metal Sonic does. Uh, also, a character play you could play it as in uh, Sonic Rivals. Uh, a lot of different games. Uh, and all of the Mario and Sonic titles. Uh, I kind of remember Metal Sonic. Uh, you see, you can't really swim with a metal, uh, metal you know... Uh, also, Metal Sonic has a jet engine and a force field device. Uh, and the only time Metal Sonic was ever able to talk was in Sonic Heroes. In uh, Game Daily, placing Metal Sonic uh, 13th on their top 25 uh, game robots list, uh, describing them as Dr. Robotnik's uh, greatest creation. Yeah, so that's something, you know, really. Uh, really to be proud of, I guess. Yeah, I also want to mention that uh, the the uh, the Gator fan that I was uh, uh, I'll be talking about, I missed it somehow, was, uh, is a member of the Chaotix, which I'll talk about soon. But that character is known as the easygoing Vector, uh, the Gator fan, and uh, the other Chaotic members. Uh, I just talk about it as a team, but uh, Charmy... Uh, the Flying Fuzzy Friend, Mighty the Armadillo, uh, Knuckles, uh, and uh, Ninja Chameleon. Uh, but I don't know why I, I like uh, Vector seems like one of my favorite characters, even though Vector doesn't really get much of a write-up here on uh, on, uh, on, on uh, Wikipedia. But I just wanted to, I just had to stop for a second and talk about Vector, because Vector has headphones on. At least uh, when I see Vector in the Mario and Sonic game, I guess. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, I guess maybe I should move on to the next character here. The Echinda. Echinda uh, is Sonic's friendly rival. Uh, first introduced in the Sega Genesis game is Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Knuckles lives on Angel Island. But I don't think the one... Uh, yeah, no, I was thinking of Angel Island by me, but it's the one that hovers in the sky due to the power of the Master Emerald. As the last surviving member of the Echinda people who once inhabited the island, his duty is to guard the Master Emerald. 
during conception of Sonic 3, uh, they wanted a new rival for Sonic. Uh, the de final design in Knuckles was the result of dozen, dozens of possible designs uh, inspired by numerous animals. Uh, a character with many different abilities and skills. He is physically one of the strongest characters of the Sonic series. His strength and mastery of martial arts uh, enables him to uh, perform beat, uh, feats like uh, shattering boulders. Uh, he can trap air under his dreadlocks. I didn't even know he had dreadlocks to glide for short distances. Uh, here's another Here's another character, Egg Robo. That's one word with capital R. E-G-G, capital R-O-B-O, Egg Robo. Oh, it's, it's a thing, though. An Egg Robo is an egg-shaped humanoid robot which does, resembles Dr. Eggman. Uh, first appeared in the game Sonic and Knuckles. Uh, uh, like in Knuckles' story, however, one Egg Robo replaces Eggman at the end of the zone boss in a number of level, levels. Uh, an Egg Robo later appears in Sonic R as a playable character and in the form of a kart racer in Sonic Adventure 2. Uh, Fang was initially known as Nack the Weasel in English loca loca localizations. Uh, it's a purple uh, Wolfie Poo Weasel hybrid uh, and was a person in Game Gear, Sonic the Hedgehog in 90, and then in Triple, he Triple Trouble in 94. He's a treasure hunter in search of the Chaos Emeralds. Who could blame uh, Fang? And he doesn't know their true power, though. He just wants to sell them for a profit. He's a slick, a sneaky, and mischievous uh, and is willing to even take the emeralds uh, for an easier job. Tries hard to outwit others, but is held back by his naivete. Naivety, naivety, naivete, and often fails. Uh, and had some cameo appearances, even in his robot character's illusion in Sonic Mania in, 90, in, 19, in 2017. Uh, Chaotix, C-H-A-O-T-I-X, uh, are four characters uh, that came out in Knuckles' Chaotix as the main characters, and later formed their own detective agency in uh, Sonic Heroes, uh, IGN described them as charming. Uh, there's Big the Cat, uh, who first appeared in 98 uh, Dreamcast game Sonic Adventure, uh, where he was placed to just to justify the presence of a fishing, a fishing rod in the game. Although he's conceived beforehand, a big blue anthropomorphic cat, uh, and while unintelligent, sweet, easygoing, and strong... In Sonic Adventure, big story involves uh, his frog fishing friend Froggy. Oh, fish, he has to fish Froggy out of water because uh, uh, Froggy ate a Chaos Emerald. And uh, then he teams up with Amy and Cream the Rabbit in Sonic Heroes to search for Froggy and a lost chow uh, called a Chocola. Uh, been in other games, uh, was a non-player character in All-Stars Racing, and uh, has been derided by the video game press and fan base uh, for his obesity, low intelligence, and one-dimensional development, and uselessness within his games. Uh, oh, poor Big the Cat. has appeared on several lists for worst, game character, worst video game characters of all time within the Sonic uh, cast. Uh, Man, there's Wikipedia. Due to his poor reception and apparent uselessness, uh, they kept him out of any future games. Uh, uh, though this says, so, uh, so yeah, uh, that's Big the Cat, everybody. Uh, Chaos, which is not to be confused with Chaos Sonic, is a, uh, a chow uh, who ran into some Chaos Emeralds and is the guardian of their species, protects the Master Emerald, and provides clear water around its altar. It's a water-like being that can manipulate its body, stretch its limbs, or liquefy itself. Uh, pretty cool. Then there's the E100 series, uh, which is a group of robots created by Dr. Eggman, you know, in his quest to do take over. There's uh, E100 Alpha, better known as Zero, uh, tried to take Amy's bird flicky friend, Birdie. There's E102 Gamma, uh, who's got some special arms, uh, 
But Gamma turns against uh, Dr. Eggman after it has a heartfelt conversation with Amy Rose, who becomes its friend. Uh, E-123 Omega, uh, like, is, it gets, is in a base with Shadow and Rogue, Rogue the uh, flying uh, nightbird. It releases Shadow from a stasis, uh, really complex there. Also, Omega appears in Mario and Sonic at the Winter Games, uh, in speed skating and short track, and at the London Games in the 100-meter sprints. Uh, Oma Chow is a robotic chow with a propeller on its head and has been in a bunch of games. It was also referee in Sonic Rivals 2, a referee in Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games. It gives hints in Sonic Advance, Advance 3. Uh, Tiko, the Achinda, is a daughter of Chief, uh, Chief uh, Patch uh, Kamak, uh, and from the same, you know, is an Achinda just like Knuckles is. Uh, thousands of years before the main events of the game, uh, she uh, tried to stop her power-hungry father, who was pulling an Eggman, and she comes into contact with uh, Chaos and a group of Chow, or Cow, I guess it would be, at the Shrine of the Master Emerald. And they like how friendly she is. A shadow, the head, head Hedgehog, is an artificially version of Sonic. Uh, it's a black and red male hedgehog, uh, but has trademark hover skates at a propellant speeds that rival those of Sonic. Uh, according to fifty, uh, according to official profile, Shadow was created fifty years before by Professor Gerald Robotnik, uh, and is uh, sharp-witted and always on edge, and has one goal, and like uh, really focused on his goal. Uh, was good friends with Maria Robotnik, and Shadow uh, made a promise to her. Although his relationship with Sonic seems to develop from an antagonistic to a friendly rivalry, uh, animosity from not understanding their different mindsets still occurs. Uh, Professor Gerald Robotnik, uh, I'm guessing that's Eggman's dad, uh, grandfather of Maria Robotnik and Dr. Ivo Eggman Robotnik, uh, 50 years before the main series, uh, you know, worked for the United Federation. Uh, creating stuff. Maria Robotnik uh, mostly appears in flashbacks. She's the granddaughter of Gerald Robotnik and the cousin of uh, Eggman. And uh, she was having a tough time. Gerald tried to, to, you know, to uh, create a uh, helper, uh, but was misguided and then created a bunch of things. Rose Rogue, the Nightbird. Is, uh, has been in a bunch of games. She's also a treasure hunter, and she can fly. Cream the Rabbit and Cheese is uh, a peach-colored rabbit with a constant companion named Cheese, uh, Blue Chow with a red bow tie. And she's been in a bunch of games as well. Politely minds her manners, uh, but can act childishly. Can achieve flight for short periods of time by flashing, flapping her large ears. And Cheese also helps her. Uh, the commander of the Guardian Units of Nations is a... Uh, uh, like, they, they took place on a space station explored in Sonic Adventure 2. Uh, friends with Maria Robotnik. Uh, witness the creation of Shadow. Then there's Blaze the Cat, a purple cat princess from an alternate dimension. Yeah, she's a garden, guardian of the Soul Emeralds, her dimension's version of the Chaos Emeralds, uh, so she's similar to Knuckles. Uh, she's calm and level-headed, but hides her true feelings, sometimes bogged down by her own strict discipline and devotion to her position. Uh, Blaze also has a cape, and she can do a lot of stuff. Uh, she's in Sonic Rush, uh, uh, Silver the Hedgehog's, Hedgehog's Friend, Sonic Rush Adventure. And she was also playable in uh, all five Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. I remember her. I don't know how many more. We got Eggman uh, Nega, who uh, is uh, Eggman from, descended from 200 years in the future. Arch enemy of Blaze the Cat and later Silver the Hedgehog. Uh, Resembles Dr. Eggman, but personality is different. Heartless, uh, calculating, 
uh, but polite speech and manners. Uh, and then there's like a avian thieves called the Babylon Rogues, who uh, that's like Jet the Hawk, Wave the Swallow, Storm the Albatross. Uh, Silver the Hedgehog is a uh, silver-furred hedgehog 200 years from the future. Uh, first appeared in 2006 as Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, uh, he traveled back in time with Blaze the Cat uh, to deal with Sonic uh, because they thought Sonic messed up their future. Telekinesis, he can levitate objects, uh, interact with the environment, and can use the uh, uh, Chaos Emeralds to transform into super, uh, a super whatever, super silver. There's Orbot and Cubot, uh, robotic assistants to Dr. Eggman or Eggman also appear in uh, the Olympic Games, Winter Games, uh, as the host of the Action and Answer Tour, I think, or something. Uh, Wisps are from a grass, a lushy planet called Wisp, and they're pretty cool. There's a lot of write-up. It sticks to Badger, uh, Brown Badger, and she also appears in uh, Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016 Games. So that's a little bit, so those are some of the characters um, from Sonic. And let's run through the Mario characters. Not that they're any less, uh, but they are just less known, I would say. Uh, but we'll be looking for some surprises. They don't have as in-depth ones, so this might be quick. Mario is an Italian, according to us, in the main protagonist of the series uh, who was introduced in 1981. Uh, Luigi... He's Mario's younger brother, but taller, uh, fraternal twin brother. Oh, he's a younger twin brother. And he's the official player, too, of the series. Uh, Princess Peach Toadstool, also formerly known as Princess Toadstool, and always known as Peach in Japan. She's a princess of the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, Toad is known in Japan as a Kinopio, is a mushroom-like humanoid character. Yoshi is uh, once romanized as Yossi, is an anthropomorphic dinosaur. Uh, not a lot of details on the main characters, but the supporting characters. Uh, Baby Luma is Mario's main companion in Super Mario Galaxy and Galaxy 2, a group of star-shaped beings known as Lumas. Uh, Luma first finds Mario sleeping on, in the planet that houses the gateway to the starry sky. It's left the mushroom world at the request of Rosalina. And he's trying to get Princess Peach back from Bowser. Uh, so that's Luma. Birdo, uh, known in Japan as Catherine, is a pink anthropomorphic creature with a red bow on her head. And with a round mouth, uh, she spits eggs of all things. And uh, she's been a recurring uh, character in franchise spinoffs. I can kind of picture her spitting eggs. Uh, initially, she was an antagonist, but now she's an ally. Uh, she made a, She's appeared in uh, the Mario Kart series and the Jap Japanese-only uh, Wii video game Captain Rainbow. Uh, somebody liked Bur Birdo because they is that a Birdo? Yeah, uh, Diddy Kong uh, is Donkey Kong's nephew and sidekick. I think Diddy Kong had his own game. Uh, Donkey Kong, also known as DK, is an anthropomorphic gorilla from Donkey Kong and Mario. Uh, Pauline was the original damsel in distress from Donkey Kong. Uh, she also appeared in Mario versus Donkey Kong Two. Uh, she, you know, Donkey Kong uh, said, hey, let's go for a walk. Uh, in uh, 1984, uh, Game Boy Edition, Pauline was given a radically different design. Uh, then there's a letter, like uh, Princess Daisy is a uh, princess of the Sarasaland. Uh, she was severed in uh, Super Mario Land. Uh, and the role usually reserved for Princess Peach. Uh, also in Mario Tennis, Mario Party 4. Uh, maybe was involved, according to this, with Luigi. But Waluigi likes her as well. Uh, as of 2016, Princess Daisy has appeared in 56 games, most of which she's a playable character. 
Uh, even a small appearance in NES Open Tournament Golf is Luigi's caddy. Uh, how about Professor E. Gad? E. Gads, I say, it's Elvin Gads. Uh, a scientist with various inventions to help Luigi uh, get Mario and save the mansion. Uh, he appears in uh, Luigi's mansion where, uh, you know, Luigi's house has a bunch of trouble. Also, Super Mario Sunshine, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, Mario Party 6. Uh, Rosalina, also known as Rosetta, is the adoptive mother of the Lumas and watcher of the cosmos. So you want to talk about a Mario-based belief system. You got it. Uh, uh, she's a non-player character who resides in the Comet, Comet Observatory. And Bowser was messing around in Super Mario Galaxy, Super Mario Galaxy 2, Mario Kart... Uh, is a playable character in Mario Kart 8 is an unlockable character and uh, works with uh, other Lumas in Mario Party 10 uh, Toadette is Toad's female counterpart a playable character in uh, Mario Party and Mario Kart and Mario Kart Double Dash Paper Mario is an instructor uh uh, she has a regular mushroom cap, uh, but hers is pink. Like, super, uh, man, the world's changed in 10 years. It should have. Uh, how about Toadsworth? Uh, that's an elderly toad and Princess Peach's longtime steward, uh, first appearing in Super Mario Sunshine and uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Now, for the love of some Koopa Troopas, so let's get into the antagonist. There's Bowser. Or King Koopa, a leader of the powerful and turtle-like uh, uh, Koopa race, uh, has been the archenemy of Mario since the first appearance in the game Super Mario Brothers. Uh, and main thing Bowser wants to do is hang out with Princess Peach and run the Moon Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, Bowser Jr. or Koopa Jr. or simply Jr., is uh antagonist in Super Mario Sunshine, also disguised as Super Mar Shadow Mario. A recurring character, also in spin-offs like Su Superstar Baseball and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. He just wants to enact his father's will. Uh, Boom Boom is a, a servant and henchman of Bowser, first appeared in Mario Brothers uh, 3. And also just chases Mario and Luigi. He can jump up high, he can fly. And also has a partner named Pom Pom. Uh, has lived in various airships where he runs into Mario. It guards fortresses. And uh, lends powers. And uh, can be a silent powerhouse. So often causes, tr causes trouble to Mario and Luigi. Uh, Fawful, which rhymes with awful, is also a recurring antagonist uh, and can be a sidekick to the main antagonist. Uh, it's been in Superstar Sagas, or was the sidekick of Cacoletta, uh, who tried to awaken the Beanstar, which could grant wishes. In uh, Partners in Time, uh, Fawful works as a shopkeeper in the basement of Princess Peach's castle. Uh, but still harboring plans uh, to deal with Mario and Luigi. Uh, in Mario and Luigi Bowser's inside story, Fawful was the main antagonist uh, with a sidekick named Midbus. Uh, how about Kamek, uh, who uh, is uh, also known as Mag Mag Magikoopa? Or Magikoopa uh, acts as Bowser's character caretaker during childhood. Is uh, a high-ranking uh, minion, Yoshi's arch enemy, main antagonist of the Yoshi series. He can is magic. He can self-duplicate, teleport, and uh, has you know other magic powers. Uh, has um, chased after baby Mario and baby Luigi and tried to uh, kiss him on the cheeks and uh, and other stuff. Uh, even appeared in uh, one of the Tetris games. Uh, so we'll stop at nothing. 
Cami uh, Koopa is uh, an elderly Magikoopa and an advisor and babysitter for Bowser in the first two Paper Mario games. Uh, King Boo is antagonist to Luigi's mansion and uh, lives on the big farm. Koopa Kids, uh, or Mini Bowsers, are Bowser's minions, uh, only appeared in Mario Party series. Uh, uh, Koopa Lings are seven childlike characters, Iggy, Lemmy, Larry, Ludwig, Morton, Roy, and Wendy. And they're the children of Bowser and appeared in Super Mario Bros. 3 and some spin-offs. Uh, Petey the fish, fish, also known as Boss Pacoon, uh, is a powerful plant, believe it or not. And uh, usually these kind of plants grow from pipes, but Petey uh, has grown feet and uh, runs around. Uh, primary boss of Bianco Hills. Pom-Pom, uh, as we said, is Boom Boom's uh, partner and counterpart. Uh, Tatanga is uh, from outer space, uh, uh, Takes uh, goes for a walk with Princess Daisy. Uh, Wart is an anthropomorphic uh, frog king uh, from Super Mario Bros. Uh, 3. It was there in lieu of Bowser, who was taking, you know, holding out for more money for Super Mario 3. And War controls a dream machine uh, and has a severe weakness to vegetables. Uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, also has a cameo appearance in Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening and uh, Super Smash Brothers. Uh, oh, but is one of the weakest characters. And then our anti-heroes are Waluigi... Uh, Wario's partner and Luigi's arch rival, and Wario, uh, an arch rival of Mario. So, I guess I'll have to learn more. One other day, I'll learn more about Waluigi and Wario. Uh, but for now, uh, you know, I hope you dream of Ko like because some of those I don't know who was the one that floats on the cloud. Uh, but yeah, you can picture a world uh, where Mario and Sonic and, and Knuckles and Wart and Waluigi and Tatanga can all run together. All go to the Olympics together and say, hey, let's uh, let's do this for teamwork. Let's, uh, let's do some ice skating. Let's do some table tennis. Uh, let's do some uh, swimming, some running, some track and field. You know, let's be on the same team. Princess Peach and uh, Dr. Eggman, maybe. And work together uh, and enjoy ourselves at play, have fun in a game, uh, having fun. Whether you're a Sonic fan or Mario fan, or you're a fan of both, uh, or you're just confused. Like, who's the DJ that's also a Gator fan uh, with Biggie? I don't know, but... Uh, I know they're all there to make us smile. Good night.